Attention ASRM Today listeners, are you ready for the event of the year? Register now for the ASRM 2023 Scientific Congress and Expo, the premier conference for reproductive medicine happening in New Orleans, Louisiana, October the 14th through the 18th. Get ready to immerse yourself in cutting-edge scientific sessions, engaging workshops, and once-a-year networking opportunities. Discover the latest breakthrough in reproductive science, exchange ideas with industry leaders, and expand your clinical knowledge. With over 200 expert speakers and hundreds of exhibitors showcasing the latest advancements in reproductive technology, this is the event you cannot afford to miss. Mark your calendar and register now for ASRM 2023 New Orleans by visiting www.asrmcongress.org. On with the show. Welcome to ASRM Today, a podcast that takes a deeper dive into the current topics in reproductive medicine. I'm Jeffrey Hayes, and today on the show, we are speaking with Dr. Rashmi Kudizia. Dr. Kudizia is board certified in reproductive endocrinology and infertility by the American Board of Obstetricians and Gynecologists. She has many years of experience in IVF treatment, IUI treatment, PCOS treatment, gestational surrogacy, among other areas. Dr. Kudizia, welcome to the show. Thank you so much for having me. So for our listeners and for always for first time guests, kind of a tradition here on the show, can you tell us a little bit about how you got interested in the field of reproductive medicine? Yeah, sure. I knew I wanted to go into medicine from a very young age, always loved science. My father's a physician, so there was kind of that pedigree in the family, but I got interested in reproductive medicine as actually a college freshman. My embryology course was a little bit unique, I would say, uh, as a college freshman. It was taught as um, a focus on science studies. So not only why, you know, what we're learning scientifically, but why we do what we do, kind of really um, investigating and interrogating the scientific community and thinking about science from every angle, an anthropological angle, a sociological angle. Long story short, I got very interested in IVF and reproductive medicine from a feminist angle and a sociological angle, kind of what we do, how does it affect the people that are going through treatment, um, how does it affect our view of the family, and so got really fascinated in that, spent a couple semesters studying, you know, kind of basically everything about reproductive medicine from a humanities angle, and then went to medical school thinking that if I liked the clinical practice, it's what I wanted to do. And so then I always say 11 years of training later, here I was, um, and uh, that's kind of how it got started. That's interesting. You know, you talk about anthropological angles and sociological angles. Did you start in your studies, Did was that more based in, in the U.S., or was it more an international, or did it grow? I mean, how did that... Yeah, both. So I actually also took a course on uh, kind of an anthropology course on cross-cultural conceptions of the family. And, you know, there's kind of a a whole uh, literature from the humanities angle on kinship. My medical school thesis actually ended up being about families and, and patients' views on their extra embryos braided through IVF. And we used some qualitative methods in that thesis as well. And one of the big things that came up was thinking about how we think about kin or family and how that extrapolates and extends to extra embryos that we may have in the freezer. And so it was just kind of a natural arc or progression for me. But yeah, I've looked at it in other in other societies and cultures as well. And, and definitely within the context of, you know, the United States and different micro regions, you know, whether um, religion has an impact, culture, things like that. 
Now, you are the, the chair of the upcoming interactive session at ASRM 2023 in New Orleans, Beyond the Pill, Lifestyle Medicine for Young People with PCOS. Now, the target audience for this session is all professionals engaged in clinical care research related to people in their teens and 20s with a diagnosis of polycystic ovary syndrome, or PCOS. How did this session topic come about for you? Yeah, so this is a real passion area for me. Over the course of my, you know, training and, and being out in practice, ultimately what I've really become passionate about in my third board certification is in lifestyle medicine, which is really, you know, utilizing what we think of as the six pillars of lifestyle medicine. So that's going to be diet, physical activity, getting sufficient sleep, stress management, social connectedness, and reducing toxin exposure to actually treat people. And it's very, you know, um, it's, you know, kind of a statement, I think, to the times that we need to sit there and think about these things and how to really re-implement them into a healthy lifestyle. And PCOS is already something that I had a big area of interest in um, for the fact it's fascinating. It's a really rewarding area of care to provide because many of these folks feel quite underserved, oftentimes have been misdiagnosed or, you know, not treated well. Um, And so it's really fascinating, I think, from the science angle. But to really, I think, tie the conversation together, I also really find it very interesting from the humanist angle, because so many of these folks are really struggling with how to manage their disease. And so from the lifestyle medicine perspective, I think even more so for young people, based off of social media, TikTok, whatever you want to call it, there's been such a backlash against the birth control pill. Personally, I think the birth control pill is one of the most important, you know, discoveries of the last century, and I'm a big proponent of utilizing it appropriately. But I think, you know, there's kind of both sides. And I think sometimes, you know, there's an over-reliance on the birth control pill. And I get so many patients, every reproductive medicine specialist must, you know, that are coming in and saying, oh, well, I had irregular, you know, menses as, you know, a teenager or a young person. And I was just told here, take the pill. And that was it. You know, nobody diagnosed me with anything. Nobody told me how I could manage anything. And it's just a really timely topic because with this year's release of the new updated international guidelines for PCOS management, there's even more more, they built upon what they had done previously, in terms of, you know, the guidelines focus on lifestyle as, you know, a big component, or maybe the primary component, truthfully, of management. And, you know, if there's anything positive to say about social media, I do think it propels people to come into my office asking, you know, is there anything more I can do besides take a pill, or, you know, besides all these pharmaceutical medications? And, you know, the answer is yes, absolutely, there's a ton you can do. And the younger somebody is, the earlier they implement these changes, the better, you know, the outcomes are likely to be. So that's kind of how, you know, that came up and is something that, you know, I love handling from a clinical perspective, and I'm just very passionate about raising awareness of. And uh, again, you know, timely, I think, topic, because, you know, both from a professional angle with a growing interest in lifestyle medicine, and on the patient side from, you know, again, everything that's being talked about, you know, wherever young people get their news, I think, you know, there's kind of a collision of interest on this area. So I'm really excited to bring this interactive session to this year's meeting. And when you say interactive session, let's say that someone is coming to ASRM 2023 for the first time and they're they're choosing an interactive session and want to come to your interactive session, what does that mean? Like, what does an interactive session mean? Yeah, that's a good question. So, um, you know, we're, um, you know, imagining that the majority of the session is going to be case-based. And so we'll have audience response, um, you know, there. So the idea is that, you know, we want to go through real life cases, kind of a a variety of different scenarios that come up all the time, you know, kind of a a good distribution of different things that we see day in and day out. And really engage the audience in terms of how would you manage this? Because, you know, certainly I think 
you know, all of us have sat through infinite number of lectures, but, you know, when you turn your brain on and try to think of, hey, you know, what would I do or what historically have I done in this setting, then I think that that's where people get, you know, more engaged. And I hope, you know, that it's more likely to result in knowledge that people can take away back to their practice, you know, because that's one of the big things. We go to these meetings, we, we get exposed to all these cool things or, you know, new tidbits or things that we had forgotten about, you know, that we knew before. But the real thing is, you know, how can we implement that to take better care of folks in the actual reproductive medicine arena, right? And so I think giving people these these scenarios, you know, case-based um, approach, I'm hoping will be a more lively discussion. There'll be plenty of time for Q&A at the end. So, you know, I'm just hoping that it's an interesting discussion. We've been selected to be included on the residence schedule as well. So I think having learners there is always really helpful. I really appreciate hearing from young people as well and kind of trainees. It's kind of a fresh lens on what we do. So I think it'll be, you know, I think it'll be a fun session. And, you know, we are happy to bring in the mental health side of things as well. We have, you know, um, that really well represented on this panel because not only are depression and anxiety symptoms and diagnoses elevated in folks with PCOS, but I think, you know, another area of burgeoning concern around sort of this looming mental health crisis in young people. Um, and so, you know, I think it's important to, to look at it from both angles. Well, I am definitely excited. And for people out there listening, there is still time to register for ASRM 2023 to come participate in this session, Beyond the Pill, Lifestyle Medicine for Young People with PCOS. It is an interactive session being done this year, as well as many, many others. For more information, go to www.asrmcongress.org, or you can just email me, uh, asrm at asrm.org. Doctor, thank you so much for taking time out to be on the show today. Thank you for having me. And we will see you and hopefully a whole lot more people in New Orleans. Until next time, I'm Jeffrey Hayes, and this is ASRM Today. This concludes this episode of ASRM Today. For show notes, author information, and discussions, go to asrmtoday.org. This material is copyrighted by the American Society for Reproductive Medicine and may not be reproduced or used without express consent from ASRM. ASRM Today Series podcasts are supported in part by the ASRM Corporate Member Council. The information and opinions expressed in this podcast do not necessarily reflect those of ASRM and its affiliates. These are provided as a source of general information and are not a substitute for consultation with a physician.